to Tabula Rasa, bitches. Hello, hello. Hello. My name is Allie. My pronouns are she, her. Long time no see, Allie. My name is Nick, and my pronouns are he, him. And welcome to season two, episode 10 of Tabula Rasa, bitches. Welcome to part two. We're ecstatic that you are here with us. So ecstatic in Tabula Rasa, bitches. Your two co-hosts discuss and dissect by the Vampire Slayer. A show that binded them together so many years ago. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing season two, episode 10, What's My Line? Part two. Part done. As usual, we'll do our best to avoid spoilers beyond this episode, but today we'll discuss this episode, spoilers and all. We pick up from last episode with Kendra and Buffy facing off. Buffy calls a truce and they go and confirm Kendra is indeed a slayer called when Buffy died at the hands of the master. Angel is minutes from death by sunlight when he is saved by Willie, only to be delivered right to Spike. Cordy and Xander are attacked by the Bugman Tarakan and barricade themselves in the basement. The stress of the moment leads to a quick and passionate makeout, and then, confused, they escape. Meanwhile, Oz and Willow are getting along well, but are interrupted by the third Tarakan disguised as a policewoman who shoots at Buffy. Oz takes a bullet in the arm, saving Willow. No. Uh, the gang then discover that Spike means to revive Drew with a ritual that will kill Angel. Buffy opts to go directly to the church and intervene, rather than taking Kendra's suggestion and regrouping with Giles first. Double-crossing Buffy, Willie delivers her to Spike and the Tarakans. Just as Buffy is about to be killed, Kendra and the gang storm in. A massive fight ensues. Spike goes to run away with Drusilla, but Buffy hits him with a well-thrown thurible we just learned that word today, uh, <laughs> to the back of the head, and an organ comes crashing down on them, and then they're presumed dead. The next day, Buffy sends Kendra home on a plane, this time sitting with the rest of the passengers. Just as the episode fades out, we see a restored, vamped-out Drusilla emerge from the wreckage with an injured but still alive Spike. Shout-out to Buffy Guide, from which the summary was adapted. Well, Allie, not to call back to our first episode and your use of the dreaded word girthy, but <laughs> there's a lot that happens in this summary. There is a lot that's happening in these two episodes. Man, oh man. packed for sure. There's a lot yeah. of plot packed in, that's for sure. Yeah. So uh, my my notes start out with the you know, kind of epic fight between Buffy and Kendra winding down mm-hmm. and Buffy is like, okay, scenario. Mm-hmm. You chill. I'm a chill. We're going to go back <laughs> to my watcher, figure this shit out. Yeah. And Kendra says, I accept your scenario. Yeah. And I have to know, once again, uh, if, if in case anyone needed to be reminded, adding Y or O to words doesn't make them easier to understand. Buffy says, no kicko, no fido. Uh, you're all right this is her being weird because kendra has an accent she's worried she's not being understood and I, it's just like uh that's not it's not how language works if i could just add on to that too talking louder at somebody is something that you'll yes. often see like people engaging with people who speak other languages do also doesn't help that they're not also stupid. not helpful they, like we talked about this like briefly before in fact somebody who's like speaking another language and like speaking with a thick accent they're probably smarter than you because they're Cause speaking... they speak their native language and they speak your language so <laughs> yeah probably don't add o to the yeah come on buffy yeah that was i was a little disappointed in our slayer there so um so they head out to giles to uh to confirm because she's claiming to be a slayer and Buffy's like mm, I was pretty sure I'm the only one <laughs> that that is like pretty much a reaction too and in the library they're figuring out more about the two slayers thing um Kendra introduces herself as Kendra she says she doesn't have a last name is that like is that an 80s thing is that a 90s thing so Buffy has not a having a last name so Buffy has a comment suck in the 80s are we or whatever because there were big names like Cher and oh. Madonna who were just 
just shared. She's just Kendra. This is another Nick doesn't know pop culture thing. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for the education, sting. doll. You're the best. Yes, Sting. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. I appreciate it. I am jumping ahead, not because I'm embarrassed from not knowing that, although I <laughs> probably, I am embarrassed of it, whatever. Willow walks in, there's this hilarious moment where Willow walks right in, Kendra walks right up to her and goes, identify yourself. <laughs> Back off, Pink Ra- Pink Power Ranger, <laughs> or Pink Ranger. Back off, Pink Ranger. Yeah, I love that. So I found out in the trivia that's related to the fact that Buffy's stunt double was also stunt double for the Pink Ranger at some point. She didn't choose, yeah, Pink Ranger randomly. There's like a Buffy like through line there. Yeah, which is kind of neat. That's fun. Before before we got to that line, um, we also have a shot of Angel. Uh, Sun is continuing to come up. He is not doing well. He's like shaking. Yeah. But he's in shadow. Like I know that it's, creeping in but he's technically still in shadow so why is he shaking and looking so unwell it's not like he's in the sunlight yeah this was an interesting thing that i had questions about too okay so being it's not just that being in sunlight kills a vampire but it's like being near sunlight drains them of something this was not but it wasn't explained to us before then we yeah yeah. Yeah. I guess it's maybe nitpicky about rules and whatever. Anywho. Because he is still in the... And we've seen vampires do some pretty impressive things. I know that we saw Kendra saw put put a really impressive padlock on that thing. But, like, come on, man. We saw... He could have tried. We saw Philip in an episode recently break through... And he's like a zombie break through the mm-hmm. library thing. Yeah, you could have tried. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he could have bent something something but again i guess maybe the even indirect sunlight was weakening him i don't know i guess he deserves the benefit of the doubt i guess whatever whatever makes his shirt come off so (laughs) i have a note about that later because that makes no sense i have so many notes about his shirt status that's funny (laughs) i'm not mad about any of them it's just a note no it's just uh it was a choice that someone made so so we're in the library and Kendra says she died and Buffy says just a little <laughs> it's funny. so funny this this like discussion they're having about Buffy like literally dying and Buffy is so defensive about the fact that she like only died a little bit for like, like it was five like, minutes it was like a only minute. for a second come on I was only gone for a minute I only died yeah. a little come on but I guess that's all it takes she was she was technically dead, and so it put uh, Destiny into action. Yeah, so they um, Kendra talks about how she saw Buffy kissing a vampire. She assumed Buffy was a vampire, too, which, like we talked about in the last episode, kind one of week ago and not 10 minutes ago, um, <laughs> that it was a reasonable assumption to make. And Willow goes, Buffy would never do that, uh, except that sometimes you do that. But Willow with Angel... <laughs> Right? <laughs> and it's but just like, like... Yeah. yeah. With Angel. <laughs> this whole funny thing. Yeah. It's a, fu- it's a cute exchange. So we're back at Willie's. Willie drags Angel out of the locked up KG place. Drags him to a sewer grate. Drops him down. He jumps down. Spike is there. Spike and his goons. Uh, and <laughs> I just have to know... We just talked about this. Oh, how did Angel's shirt come open? So it, when he's dropped in the sewer, yeah. how is it? It just ends up like it's there, it's there, and it's flapping open, and makes him look like a little more exposed and weaker. And it's like, well, I, that's not how buttons work. So, and this comes up again later. This inconsistency with his button situation. Yeah, <laughs> he he falls down. His also, shirt. Didn't he have a coat? I think you're when he right. walked in. Because he, because he almost, he never has like just the button up. He has the like blazer with the button up underneath. And if you're trying to get away from sunlight, you're not going to take off layers. If anything, we see. You're going to cover uh, it up. Another, yeah, yeah. We have another vampire friend who uh, does just some traveling in the sunlight. So if anything, he's going to be covering himself up. 
Do you guys he could have taken it off? But like, it doesn't make sense that he lost his blazer and now his shirt's open. That's a whole other layer to dig into that I hadn't even thought of. Mm-hmm. Even just in the way in the way it's shot, he yeah, yeah he literally <laughs> falls down. His shirt is mostly buttoned, and then in like another shot, like two seconds later, his shirt wide is open, fully unbuttoned, and I like I didn't yeah, see Spike. If I had been Spike, I would have unbuttoned his shirt, but I didn't see him do that. So I think this is just inconsistency. Inconsistency I'm happy with, but inconsistency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone's choice that I was like, I'm not going to contradict it. That's fine. So Uh, I like this moment between, um, okay, so Willie gives Angel to Spike. And I think this is another pretty low-key progressive moment in Buffy (laughs) and and like low-key progressive moment in Spike too. Mm-hmm. Willie says, what are you going to do with him? And Spike is cheeky. He says, like, I'm thinking dinner and a movie. I don't want to rush into anything. I've been hurt before. <laughs> I wrote that one down, too. And Spike is making a gay joke, but yeah. without, without like, being gay, being the butt of the joke. And it's... Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, obviously, I'm going to hurt him. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the joke is the romance, not that it's between two dudes. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think our, I wonder I wonder if our friends, the Buffy gays, would consider this the gayest of, moment of the episode. Buffy gays? What do we think? What do we think? A comment. I'm sure you I'm sure you thought of a uh, thought of a moment. So let us know. Oh, true. So, yeah. So, so Spike takes him off to do or use him for the ritual and stuff and probably kill him. So we are, I think we pick back up at the house mm-hmm. with uh, Xander and Cordelia. They're still fighting off the bug guy. I would burn the house down if that bug guy came in. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you're everywhere. I burn it. Kill it yeah. with fire. Yeah. Cleanse maggots. I don't Mm-mm. do maggots. Nope. Creepy crawlies. Nope. So gross. So, so nasty. Yeah. Yeah. That house has to go. Yeah. That's how it's yeah. all that one. Yeah. I agree entirely. There's some really funny exchanges in here, but the point is that the bug guy is disgusting. I'm disgusting. not clear on how he's deadly, but we know he is deadly. I guess it's because tenacity. I mean, he can go under doors and. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I never thought about that. But like, yeah, what is your plan? I only thought of that just now. I just spent most of the episode being horrified by him. Exactly. I'm like so, I'm just like not even past the like, ew, 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 ew. To actually think about like, okay, actually, once he catches me, what is your plan? It's a good point. Maybe I'll just know. be dead by then because I'm so terrified. Disgusted. I'll How die from gross horror. You are. Maybe. So... I think we're back at the library. I think that we are at Willie's. Ah, yes. So yes. Kendra and Buffy go back to Willie's to find Angel. They realize that Angel can't be dead because there's no ashes. And I think Kendra's interaction with Willie is so funny. She like tackles him and she's like, this one is dirty. I can feel it. <laughs> and yeah, it's- you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. it's just so spot on. Um, Willie says, in true Willie fashion, we'll find this out about him. As the series goes on, he's very sly. He says, actually, I saved Angel, which is kind of true. And then he lies and says, oh, he was just going to stay underground for a while. Mm -hmm. And then they, Kendra and Buffy are, are really sassy to each other. They have an exchange. They go out. And then as they're walking out, Willie has some fucking nerve. <laughs> Willie propositions them to take naked pictures. And yes. I was in so I want the I wanted them. I listen, I know they're going for Angel. I know it's a super time sensitive situation. I think Angel will understand if you turn right back around and kick his ass some more for daring. Daring to even broach that with you. I mean it's it is a compliment and he, he i don't know i thought it was funny i mean oh, i did they're think it was gorgeous. funny i did think it was funny yeah yeah they're gorgeous yeah, 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 yeah. i can see i you know he said tasteful art <laughs> pictures you know 
if you're going to photograph the human body, you know. And I'm sure he meant it totally respectfully, just totally tastefully. I'm sure I mean, that's what he had. If you're in looking mind. at bodies, that would be nice to look at, unclothed. Both of them, probably good ones. And you don't know if you don't ask. You know, he wasn't rude about it. He was just like, hey, have you ever thought about this? I've got a friend. No, and then boy deans his ass beat. He lets it go. I, I don't know. I, I think I think Willie deserves to have his ass beat for a lot of reasons. And uh, whether his friend is legit or not uh, is certainly questionable. Well, I will agree with you that um, Kendra and Buffy are gorgeous people. They are. Any, anybody would be lucky. Anybody would luckily receive tasteful nudes of them but willie yes. you ain't the one my boo no no it's, it's gonna be somebody it ain't gonna be him um okay now i think we're back to the library yeah so kendra keeps referencing a lot of protocol a lot you know when she talks about her research and stuff Puffy says there's a slayer handbook and willow says is there a t-shirt too because that would be cool it would be cool it would be cool at some point, we have a cut back to Spike, Drusilla, Angel. Spike is bringing Angel in. This is my other note about Angel's shirt situation. <laughs> Did you notice this too? Am I nitpicking? Uh, that it was open for this part? Or no. that there was a A button? Yeah. And then it falls open? Yeah. I thought maybe that button wasn't really buttoned. And I was just like, it happened to lay in that way that it looked like it was buttoned. And then it wasn't actually buttoned. I thought maybe that was a movement, uh, a movement thing, but that could also be me making excuses. That's interesting. Okay, okay, you did know that. Okay, okay. So it <laughs> did, did appear that his shirt wasn't buttoned when we last saw it, and then it at least appeared buttoned, whether it was fell that way or it was buttoned, and then and then he laid down again, and he was like, "There's just a lot going on with Angel's clothing." Just yes. take it all off. Take it yeah. all off, folks, and remove Which any doubt. Drew, Drew pretty promptly does. Good for her. As she goes to, to toy with him. Sorry, that was sadistic. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame her. I mean, I I have I have a note about that later. Um. <laughs> so so this exchange where Kendra is such a nerd yeah. about protocol, like you said, mm -hmm. and Giles is so giddy about it, and Buffy mm -hmm. is like strangely left out. What do we think? So I think that, so Giles has some comment of like, it was very clear, it was very evident very early on that like the handbook would not work with Buffy. Um, he could have at least given it to her. Mm -hmm. You and I have talked about this about with other circumstances of like, I feel like you should always give people the opportunity. Yeah, Buffy might have been like, yeah, like I'm going to read this. But like, I don't know. You don't know if you don't try. Like she could have at least had it to reference. Maybe she wouldn't have read it cover to cover, but again, you should at least you should, he still have put should have put it out there. She shouldn't have been surprised that it was even a thing. If right. she had, if she knew about it, was like, oh yeah, fuck that. Then that's that's one thing. But the fact that right. she didn't even know about it, exactly, exactly. Like she should have it in a drawer at home somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The exchange towards the end from Kendra is really interesting to me. She's really sassy about Buffy being a student. She says, I imagine she's a cheerleader as well. And it's it's interesting. Kendra seems jealous about Buffy in a way to me. Mm. And then Buffy also seems jealous about Kendra and her relationship with Giles. Yeah. It's just everybody's envious of he like Buffy. I saw it, I saw it less jealous and more um more insecure. Like oh is that how i'm supposed to be oh yeah like, not that she wanted to be wanted to be kendra but more that like kendra was pointing out the things that she's not yeah yeah insecure is the better word for I it i don't have the luxury of only being able to focus on slayer slaying or like yeah. i yeah all these things that like oh i was i supposed to know that because i i don't know if you've ever been in that place of like when you weren't taught something or you won't weren't told somebody something and then someone operates like like you you were or you're like wait wait i i didn't i was i supposed to be doing this i i and it's oh it's a horrible feeling totally 
so are we picking up so when kendra is making these little digs at buffy what is prompting that do you think i think that's her feeling a little superior i don't think that i didn't see it as jealousy i i saw it more of oh so you're just like slacking you're just like here i am training all day and you're just you're sitting in class you're probably waving pom-poms interesting i thought more so more so than i thought buffy was jealous of kendra i thought kendra was jealous of buffy that's so interesting we interpreted it i definitely see that come eventually Mm-hmm. when they start talking like when they're in the um Charles like office. Sharp, yeah, yeah when they're in the office and they're having yeah. that conversation i I definitely see some jealousy creeping up there i saw this as kind of taking a dig at, at buffy as a just, slayer yeah superiority interesting or maybe hmm. her also feeling insecure and feeling the need to pick at pick at what buffy chooses to do as a slayer kind yeah. of like when you have the same role as somebody and you're like well that's not how I would have played it, or I wouldn't have given that presentation that way. In the fundraising world, which is where I work, there's a million different ways to fundraise. You can mm-hmm. get money from events, so you can get money from grants, so you can spend your time asking people for money. And if you count, if you if you if you talk to like other people in doing the same kind of job that I do, yeah, you totally get into that. You're like, damn, yeah. should I? And it's not even, it's more just like, no, everybody kind of does what... Lots of ways to get there. Yeah, that's so interesting. The uh, Willow, we talked about Willow being a total bro in the last episode, and she's a total bro here, too. Absolutely. Because she reassures Buffy. She says, you'll always be Giles' favorite. And Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know, this emotional intelligence from Willow is so kind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it is... I mean, it was pretty clear on Buffy's face, but yeah, she immediately knows that, yeah, it's, he, he, he doesn't expect you to be that way. And that's not how he wants you to be anyway. Yeah. It's lovely. Uh, But we see another interaction between Xander and Cordelia. Cordelia clearly trying to pretend like nothing ever happened, uh, that the kiss just didn't happen. And Xander's like, Hey, that was clearly a mistake, whatever. And once again, turns goes from fight to kiss and i wrote down a uh, most awkward looking kiss award goes to oh my god yeah it's so weird and yeah, there is i mean clearly it's supposed to be because it is not a romantic passionate kiss <laughs> yeah just purely out of desperation i think that there is so much good dialogue right right heading up to this tension of this really weird kiss mm-hmm. i just think it it was one of those i wanted to type out all of the dialogue heading up to yeah. it because i just thought it was so funny and it's, it's a really so funny good. back and forth so good Allie. and then it ends with xander saying we so need to get out of here and cordelia <laughs> saying uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh it's so good he calls her a big dumb dog you can't do that but it's really funny but you can't do you can't call it no oh my god and then the yeah. tension oh it's so good oh my god i love that yeah. moment and it <laughs> goes from a goes from a high to a very very low as uh they think that the bug guy is left but instead he was on the ceiling and bugs rain down on cordy's head and so gross so horrifying this leads me to another julie press story i as a kid we used to play around with caterpillars and stuff and i didn't understand why my mom didn't like caterpillars it's like they're they're cute and they're fun like why don't you like caterpillars apparently when she was in grade school she had very very long hair like me and she was wearing she's wearing it down and some jerk in her class gathered up a bucket of caterpillars and dumped it on her head. no no that didn't happen no there's no way don't yeah. say, don't say that. Yeah. Do you know so that I, man's name? So then name? I was like, oh, I understand. do you know his name? <laughs> I'm sure she does. Yeah. When, JP, send uh, send Nick his uh, his name. Well, when Nick she's will, on for band candy, which she's going to be on for, absolutely, I'm going to ask her on air for that fucker's name, <laughs> and we're going to put it on the internet. Drag him. Yeah. Let's swat his ass. And no, and we're gonna we're gonna dump caterpillars on his house and see how <laughs> he likes it. That's ridiculous. That's disgusting. So Are you nasty. kidding me? He dumped yeah. caterpillars on her head. Mm-hmm. You can't do that on her really long hair. No, no, mm-hmm. no, yep. no. Nope. Yep. 
no, yep. I'm going to burn your house down. This is the official notice, my friend. You're, exactly. you're a goner. Um, yeah, Bugman falls onto Cordelia. They run outside, and Xander is, like, attacking her with a hose. And yeah. at one point, she goes, Xander, let's go, okay? Okay, we're good. Although, uh, they clearly, she clearly was not good. Uh, she, and she didn't even think to take off her jacket, where there yeah. definitely was not Yeah. I mean... Take off uh, your sweater, girl. Come on. Yeah. Take it off. Anyway. <laughs> well, so true. We're, so, we're at school... And Willow is checking on Oz after he his arms in a sling after he got shot. This whole exchange between the two of them is just he is so confidently weird. We know a lot of weird people, so he's not that weird, but he's just so so funny the way that talk, he's talking about, ah, you know, I'm not really about like school, but like I oddly test well and all this stuff. And apparently his one ambition is E flat diminished ninth. Apparently the flat is is fine, but that diminished. He says, it's a man's cord. You could lose a finger. <laughs> and just and she's clearly so charmed by him. Yeah, they're just enjoy it. Yeah. And he he like t- says she's got this great smile and then conf- oh no, that's that's later. Sorry, the smile thing comes later. Uh but they are just being cute. The love of us. The chemistry between the two of them in these two episodes is so good. It really so I don't know, paving the way. It's so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's really cute. So, yeah, we've learned that cop lady is actually an assassin. Yeah, yeah she starts to call call rolls. She calls Buffy first and then immediately draws her gun. It's the only name she calls, then immediately draws her gun. Could have been more comedic if it weren't such a serious situation. Yeah, yeah. Cop has drawn her gun very quickly. Yep. Um, Oz gets shot. This girl has a lot of weapons. She has a lot of guns. She's a knife we thing. see. Jonathan gets a cameo, our friend Jonathan. Yeah. And then I think the most satisfying part is that Buffy and Kendra kick this cop's ass. Yep. Yep. That was pretty awesome. So Xander Xander says something about like, what is this, the British Soccer Fan Association? That was a reference I did not get. Maybe that was a topical thing. Did you look that up? I found this from the trivia I have a little bit of an experience with this, but I think it might come across poorly, so I'm not going to expand on it. So in the trivia, it said that he it was because he walked in and the scene was just mayhem. Mm-hmm. And there's this reputation among soccer fans where mm-hmm. you walk into a stadium afterwards and it's just chaos. Ah, gotcha. Messy shit. Soccer like, fans go hard. Soccer fans go true. hard. True, true, yeah, true. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I that was it, that. Okay. Yes, I was confused about that too. I wasn't sure if there had been like a shooting at a soccer game or something like that. That I that was just like a '90s thing that people people in the '90s would have gotten that I didn't get. I'm sure our lovely listeners can correct me, but I'm pretty sure it's just a soccer fans reference going hard. Okay. So we're in the library. It's established that Kendra is also a Slayer. <laughs> I have two Xander lines. One of them is Xander Slander. It's my first Xander Slander, I think, in a few episodes. The first line that I think is funny, Xander says, I knew, to Buffy, he says, I knew this. I'm the only one. I'm the only one was an intention getter, which is <laughs> hilarious. That is hilarious. And then this is my Xander Slander line. He says to Kendra, so you're a slayer. I like that in a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Xander, don't talk to strangers that way. Don't be weird. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now that we know that like Kendra is a weird around dudes and doesn't have like, oh, poor baby. Oh. Yeah, it's it's it's, a spe- it's definitely especially like a oof, unfortunate for for her because because she has such a she's so weird with guys. That's okay. That first time was funny though. Yeah. I have Buffy says, You wouldn't bug people, Xander. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the callback. Yeah, is really good. <laughs> yeah, I do have the so and they they're so they're talking about the order and it's like really serious and stuff. And I wrote out the order isn't that serious. The cop lady kind of just ran away. Yeah, she wasn't quite as tough as the other well, I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe really maybe it was tough. a strategic retreat. Like yeah. it kind of looked like she just kind of ran away. 
Um, I like this moment between Kendra and Buffy. They've had kind of this rivalry between mm-hmm. the two of them, like who's better, who's like, like whatever, and they'll keep exploring this too. And Buffy says, these Taraka are definitely serious. Fortunately for me, so is Kendra. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice, I don't know, a nice way to kind of break the ice. Yeah, coming at it more more like a team rather than uh, opposition, which was pretty cool. So Giles, I think, has figured out that the ritual to restore Drusilla requires Drusilla's sire and that it's going to be on the night of the new moon. Although in the previous episode, they said that it required the full moon. There's like a new moon, full moon, tension, whatever discrepancy. Ah, gotcha. Okay. It's fine. Anyways, the night that they need to restore Drusilla is tonight. And then it's news to everybody that Angel is Drusilla's sire. Buffy mm-hmm. shares that with them. It's kind of a tense moment, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then it gets even more tense. Giles says, Yeah, the ritual's gonna kill him. And Kendra's like, I kind of don't give a shit about She's Angel. Like, okay. I'm just trying to stop Drusilla. And Giles actually sticks up for Angel. Mm-hmm. Which was like, yeah, I mean, he has saved everyone's asses enough times that he certainly deserves to be stood up for. Giles definitely being one of the asses he has saved uh, on a a few occasions. But I can see where Kendra's coming from, where she's like, so? But we also still don't want the, you wouldn't want Drusilla to get more powerful. So still, let's let's all still be on team no ritual. And then I wasn't clear by the end of this little exchange. Like, Buffy jumps down Kendra's throat a little bit here and is like, no, either you're with me or you're not, or... Like she says something like that. And Kendra does come around. And I'm not quite clear by the end of the scene if she's come around. Because like to your point, if it's like, okay, whatever. We want the same end goal here. Or if Kendra is legit like, oh, Buffy has a point. But but yeah. whatever. They're on the same page no matter what, you yeah. know. And it might, be, it might be a bit of both. Or yeah. like, well, if her watcher vouches for him, then I guess that makes him different. Um, no one bothered to say that he has a soul. True. They didn't. Like he's different. He has a soul. Cause I I feel like that would be the point that you want to make. Like that's probably the best evidence you have. Good piece of context, right? Right. I think so. Yeah, definitely a, a stronger argument than just he's my boyfriend. Right. But uh, I do have a note. Uh, Kendra has this perfect, subtle, smoky eye that is just beautiful. I I noticed that at some point in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we we love a slayer with the smoky eye. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's just like very subtle, but looks excellent. Yeah. Good for her. Happy for her. Yep. Uh, So, Drusilla? I think we're at this delicious scene. So, I I wrote down, don't say something about Angel tied up in my room. Don't say something about Angel tied up in my room. (laughs) Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I know. Let's all imagine it. it. Yeah, no, it's just this. She, she had. You uh, fucking Drusilla, bitch. Drusilla, you bitch. I, I was just more of a general feeling of like, hmm, I'd like to have him tied up to my bed. I didn't get more elaborate than that because I was uh, trying to focus on watching the episode. But it's still strangely sexual. Oh, it's hella sexual. And it only gets more sexual when Angel comes in, or Spike comes in and Angel starts uh Mocking I think him, kind of. Juliet Landau's is that how I pronounce her last name? Landau. Whatever. Yes, baby. Sorry. Who knows? Juliet, I love you. Her acting to me is so good uh-huh. when she's when she's like pouring the holy water on him because she's all at the same time. Like her lines are what she says. They used to eat cake and eggs and honey until you came and ripped their throats out mm-hmm. and she simultaneously comes across as crazy and sadistic and sad and mm-hmm. angry and just all of these things at once it's really impressive yeah yeah she really and crazy's not easy because it's like you can definitely overdo it but she does that she does that perfect threading the needle it's excellent it's a great scene. Yeah, it's really good. So we're back at the library. They know that this ritual is going to happen at a church. There's a really cute moment that I noted with Willow and Giles. The, he, Giles is like making his rounds or whatever, and he sits down for a hot second next to Willow, and he gives her a mint. 
and <laughs> Willow like does this cute little like smile and takes them in. It was that was sweet. super cute. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're looking in they Giles found this big book um on the order of Tarakan and Taraka? Taraka. And Xander finally finds the bug guy and says, I'm the bug man, cuckoo cachoo. For ages, I would say that, and I had no idea. He totally says it wrong. If you actually look up lyrics or really listen to I Am the Walrus by the Beatles, which is what he is referencing, actually the line is goo goo gajoo. <gasps> not cuckoo cachoo. Now, cuckoo cachoo, in my opinion, sounds better, but technically, it's goo goo gajoo. I've heard people say cuckoo cachoo. Other than you. Yeah, I think it's a common misconception. Wow, that's wild. Mm -hmm. So he's not the first to say it wrong, but uh, he did say it wrong on TV. That, hmm, Sandra, I would never show your face around here again, don't you dare. That's yeah. a good piece of trivia, Allie, thank you. No problem. Uh, so in this scene, we hear, or so I think there, now we see Kendra and Buffy in Giles' office, Buffy is sharpening a knife that she's never going to use. So that's Ever. super weird. Yes. Um, for a moment, I was like, oh, yeah, she's carving new sticks. I'm like, nope, she is sharpening a knife that she's for sure yeah. never yeah. going to use. Kendra says that she was sent to her watcher when she was very young. How did they know that she was a potential? There are, yeah, I, I think there's some gaps here, especially like what we learned. Well, mm. I mean, I guess... We deal more with potentials, potential slayers later on in the series. Mm -hmm. And I guess there was somehow, somehow they knew how to find them. So I guess there are other places in the world where they knew how to find potential slayers. But if they knew about it at this point, then it would beg the question later on why there aren't, why there isn't a better infrastructure for identifying and keeping the potentials safe. I guess it's a numbers game. There's just so many potentials they couldn't possibly. Or there's an, there's enough. But yeah, this was confusing to me. Yeah, it was a little weird. But also, we we start to feel for Kendra in this situation. Like, yeah, she's been cut off from her family, from her friends. It's this great just sacrifice for community well, it kinda face. Like, kind of sounds like she's never had friends. Mm -hmm. yeah like never had the opportunity to make friends so i mean i and she doesn't seem too upset by it but it definitely seems like an explanation for sure of how she got so yeah where she is she doesn't feel upset but we still feel sorry for her because even though she is it sounds like at peace with her life we all still realize that she is repressed by yeah. the fact that she's not in touch with her feelings and Buffy can so much as poke at her and Buffy's like, like Kendra starts to get activated by her, you know, Buffy's prodding and Buffy's like, what you're feeling right now? That's mm -hmm. anger. Yeah, because Kendra's talking about how emotions are just a distraction. Buffy's, Buffy shows her, she's like, no, it's, it's your fuel. It's what makes you powerful. It's a tool you can use, which is really great. And I think... I think what we're starting to see is a lovely camaraderie of I'm not alone, which, mm. you know, we can all in one way or another find some example in our own lives of a time that like we felt alone. We found out we were not alone or we, you know, we have someone in our lives that makes us feel like we're not alone. And she was literally something that was supposed to be the only one no one else can understand what I'm talking, what I'm going through. And we talked in the last episode of part of what gets Buffy so upset about being the Slayer is the idea that like, she doesn't get a day off because there's no one in to come and there's no one to come and fill in for her. And so, and I know at some point in this episode, she, she will to talk about like, I don't know, maybe it'd be nice if I could go fuck off to Disney and Kendra could take over things for a while maybe not forever but i don't know be nice a month or two yeah get a little bit of a break for sure right yeah let me like not set an alarm for maybe a week right yeah really complex and nice scene between the two of them yeah and until buffy mimics 
Kendra's accent there at the end. That's a little. Yeah, don't do that. Don't don't mimic people's accents. Don't mimic people's accents. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's British. I think uh, we talked about this uh, off mic, but we definitely came to the consensus that you can make fun of British people. That's fine. They've been, you know, conquering people for ages and stuff. Like, <laughs> you can make fun of them. <laughs> yeah, we can make fun of the, British the like, imperialists. That's fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. The current event that just happened related to that. And we're making it. Okay. Yeah. We're keep going. Oh, well. Whatever. Oh, well. People had sorry about feelings it. about that. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so we're back. Sorry about with... the feelings I don't have about I it. I don't okay. have any feelings That's about the last it. thing I'll say about it. So we're back with Angel and Drusilla. Spike comes in. He says, like, all right, it's time. Time to get going. And Angel's trying to rile up Spike and is basically saying, implying that Spike's inadequate in the bedroom. And Angel says, or maybe you just don't have the fire we had. And I'm like, oh, so is that implying that I wrote that question down too? Yeah. I mean, I know that he. Do they have a sexual history? That's what this scene leads you to believe. And Drusilla doesn't say no. No. Right. Yeah. She's definitely like, stop. She has some funny lines of like, bad boy. Yeah. Which is funny. And poor. I, in this scene, I feel kind of bad for Spike because clearly he, Angel's pushing some buttons. Mm-hmm. And we are fans of Spike and Trusilla. So, like, try, dude, don't poke holes in other people's relationships. Rude. I just have this thought now. I think that they don't have a sexual history, but we know that Drusilla. Okay, you can cut out this whole thing if you have to. So I've said this about Lucifer, uh, the show Lucifer. It's preposterous for someone that old to still be heterosexual. There's just there's just no way. You're right. So like if you think of how many hundreds of years that these vampires have been alive, like there's no way that they haven't experimented. There's just it's just impossible. And there is this. Yeah. This, like, like Angel, jealousy. Has, Angel has probably sucked a dick. Let's be honest. Oh my Hundreds God, you better years? calm down right now. Oh my God. Oh, I'm uh, sure the internet has said way worse about Angel and Spike. Or no, has said I, more, uh, more intense things about them. This is fantastic. No, you're you so, know because that there's Angel Spike slash Vic up there. You because know that it's there. In the tension that, that, we, that we see in this scene between Angel and Spike, there is more. Mm-hmm. Right. Potentially even between them. You were right. so right. Well, and it goes it goes back. It kind of reinforces yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, they've been around for hundreds thing. of years. Nobody can be that heterosexual after uh-huh. hundreds of years. You're so no right, way. Allie. Yeah. I didn't have this in my notes, but it came, came to me while we were talking about it. And it also sort of reinforces the idea that there was a threesome, maybe even a Spike Drusilla Angel threesome at some point. Maybe Darla was off, I don't know, fucking somebody else. Because it the, the idea of like this is why you don't have threesomes with friends is that there's always somebody who's like the more prominent player. So maybe that already pokes at some insecurity that Spike had. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there mm-hmm. was a night where like Drew was spending just a little too much extra time with Angel rather than Spike. Like because it's never gonna be fully even. It's never an equilateral triangle. Come on. So maybe it pokes at some history that he was already insecure about. Oh my god. This is piping hot tea. <laughs> Some very great fan fiction, if not written to be written. Oh, there is no way it's not already written. There's no way. Oh my god. I would bet you a thousand dollars that it already exists. That yeah. Similar to there's a whole website dedicated to Draco and Ginny fanfic. I would not be shocked at all. Draco and Ginny? Yeah. What? Uh yeah. It's called that's I think it's called r- the Fire and Ice Chronicles or something like that. That's there's a, a whole random website. combination the to me. Whole... Draco and Ginny. Clearly, clearly there's a lot of people who do not consider it a random combination. I get yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I know, right? So yeah. I so similarly, I would bet, I would bet a lot of money that there is a similar website dedicated to Angel and Spike Sand Fiction. And then yeah, probably also a site dedicated to the famous foursome that mm-hmm. we just discussed. Man, there really is a spot on the internet for everybody. That's great. There Good. sure there sure is. And uh now I'm thinking there might be some exploring I need to do. 
Anywho. Yeah, I have some, I have some Googling. I have yeah. some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for, forward me anything that looks promising. Yeah, yeah. We'll do some note, ex- some more note exchanging. <laughs> and maybe um, we'll add some links somewhere uh, that you can all enjoy. Uh, okay, yikes. So, um, uh, okay, okay, so, so we're so- at the church, I think. Are we, we're at the church? Things are going down. But, uh, just very quickly, Buffy and Angel, or Buffy and Kendra have beat up Willie. Angel okay. has said, oh, I'll take you to the church where it's happening. Buffy's like, great. Kendra's like, no, we have to go back to Giles to she's get like, orders ha, ha, first. Lol, I don't do that. Yeah, Buffy's like, fuck no. Okay, now we're at the church. Yep. Uh, well, first, I said this, I think I said this earlier. The whole restart, restored by the blood of the sire actually makes totally sense. So good job on that writing. Yeah, so this is, they have this really great fight. There's a great moment where they do get Spike and Drusilla away. Well, Spike sees every, all the shit going down and he decides, ah, pfft, all right, we got a bail. Hopefully this was enough for you, babe. Uh, he detaches Drusilla to, to get them away. And it's always so weird in shows when everyone just like watches someone have a really tender moment because Buffy goes to check on on Angel. She's like holding him because he's clearly like weak and all that. And it's this very sweet, very tender moment. And everyone's just standing there watching. Always very weird. Uh, Really? I thought, oh, I didn't think it was weird at all. I thought it was... Yeah, after after just this epic fight, super dramatic, like, and we see a lot of lessons that we've kind of been learning come to fruition. Like the cop lady cuts Kendra's shirt and she's like, that was my favorite shirt. That was my only shirt. <laughs> and we see that. Yeah, and like, we see like Willow and Giles staking. Like, it's so high stakes. I thought it was a delightful moment at the end. So Spike has mostly gone away and Buffy throws that thing at him and the whole mm-hmm. thing comes crashing down and, and she's just having this tender moment with Angel, like you said. I thought specifically what was the really sweet moment was that Kendra saw them having. Yes. And I do really like that Kendra comes to help Buffy mm-hmm. carry uh, Angel out of the mm-hmm. out of the church. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really nice because it was a clearly like a she acknowledged the feelings that were there, like this is something is not some fling this is not some passing thing this isn't some like you know the bad boy that buffy's mm-hmm. with temporarily yeah so that that was a really lovely acknowledgement of the relationship but i don't know i was just that is funny too especially while like i think at that point there's fire happening around them yes right yeah yeah so there's... like maybe don't watch maybe like go ahead and stop drop and roll or whatever you're supposed to do around a fire but yeah. like maybe don't watch the super cute moment but it is cute but yeah, don't but watch it you know yeah exactly get out of the building yeah yeah yeah, yeah. maybe get out oh uh, yeah so we talked about in the summary buffy does a cool throw i don't even know what olympic sport what track and field sport i would uh liking it liking it too but she throws the thurible at spike and it like knocks him into the organ and he's holding he's carrying drusilla knocks him into the organ which then crushes and then it's destabilized so the whole thing comes crashing down i don't i don't know if they're really that delicate that uh him falling into it would really bring the whole thing <laughs> the crashing whole thing. down the yeah. whole thing really like the wood is slightly more durable than that i have slightly. been to not I, I haven't been to church in a while but i remember going to church church when i was a kid and watching the big or like there were kids running around church falling and knocking into shit all the time i mean I if guess organs fell what we should every really, time i suppose it's the the force of the throw from buffy knocked him so forcefully Not that it damaged so the bottom and then the bottom support structure for the top of the organ was destabilized so that brought the whole thing come crashing down well, that thing was likely hundreds of years old, and I hope that church wasn't in use because that say, is a bummer like for those not parishioners. In use. Yeah, because if, if it was in use, they're uh, not alive to use it anymore. That's, yeah, I yeah, guarantee that's gone. how they cleared out that church. So, yeah, I don't know. I definitely had a moment of really. That's it's kind of like when there's a car crash and they all and all the cars blow up, and you're like, that's not really how cars work. 
I don't know a lot about cars, but I know that's not how they work. They're not ready to like just explode on a moment's notice. Yeah. Yeah. The organs are going to all just come crashing down if you sneeze on it. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Well, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so the next day, Willow goes up to Oz and they have just this really cute moment. They just having the goofiest dialogue. And so in, cute. She asks, the mom- how's your arm? And he says, suddenly painless. Suddenly like, painless. Oh. oh. That is so cute. Oh, Oz, date me, so please. Sweet. And then they start talking about the animal crackers, and he makes he makes Willow laugh. He says he has the, he has the greatest smile, which like just totally throws her off. And then he's just like, not even. He's like, we're not even going to stop to go into that. He says, I mock you with my monkey pants. And all monkeys are French. You didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I. What did you say before? He's so confidently cool. Is that what you said? I said confidently weird because he's confidently just kind of weird. like, I, you know, I'm different and I'm not trying to confidently be. Confidently weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he really is. Just love it. Um, so love Cordelia it. is walking down the hallway and she does I kind agree. of a 180 when she sees Xander. They end up going into the classroom. Another awkward And guess. Xander. <laughs> yep. Yeah. More awkward making out, which is just delightful. <laughs> and then outside we see that Buffy has given Kendra a new shirt. Yep. Sure. She says, Kendra says, thank you. And Buffy says, hey, it looks better on, well, me, but no worries. <laughs> uh, Buffy's outfit that she is sporting is also super cute. These green pants, this pink tank with the tan jacket. Like, it is just a very well put together outfit. And I just love this dialogue, like just the solidarity they share together. Yeah. Buffy like makes a joke about okay maybe they're not gonna fire me for dating a vampire and Kendra says like they're having this banter and Kendra mm-hmm. gets really serious really quickly and says you always do that you talk about slang like it's a job and it's not it's who you are good point girlfriend good point and then Kendra uh, Buffy says did you get that from your handbook and Kendra <laughs> says from you oh, yeah. it's so nice it is it is really lovely and I can only imagine the relief these two must feel having each other not being alone anymore yeah they're not the only ones yeah Yeah, it's like clark kent finding you know his cousin kara like oh i'm not the only kryptonian like it's just yeah no one else in the world could possibly no one else will ever understand what these two women are going through Except each other. It's kind of like how I felt when I met you, Allie, and I was like, <laughs> finally, there is somebody as gorgeous as me. <laughs> this is just like that. Man, somebody gets it, finally. And yeah. then we find out that, of course, Spike and Drusilla, who we assumed were dead because an organ fell on them. Yep. They're alive and Drusilla is strong again. Yeah. Is this the first time we've ever seen Drew vamped out? No, we saw her bite um, the the bad girl parent teacher night you're right you're right you're right okay but she she's vamped out with a more with more ferocity behind her i feel like and in the same way that spike was able to just pick her up like she weighed nothing she picks him up and she's like it's okay babe i'll take care of you this time it's that you know very reciprocal relationship it's very sweet you better treat him right if you don't i will girl girl yeah yeah she yeah well i he he deserves to be treated twice as well as he treats you i have three pieces of trivia oh lay it on me do you want to do your final thoughts first or should i do trivia and then final thoughts do trivia then final thoughts all right trivia number one apparently during this adorable exchange between oz and willow oz's compliment sorry all the lines after Oz complimented Willie, like he was like banter, banter, banter. And then he said, you have the sweetest smile. Mm-hmm. And then banter, banter, banter. It was so cute. All of the lines after you have the sweetest smile were ad-libbed, which is impressive because that's <gasps> oh, when they talk about monkey pants. That is when they talk about things. monkey pants. Isn't that sweet? That's really sweet. Knowing how funny Seth Green is and what a great writer he is. I totally, I can totally see that. Not surprising at all, right? Trivia number two, Buffy tells Kendra not to watch the in-flight movie if it's about a dog or Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase, I didn't understand that reference. In 1988, Sarah Michelle Gellar had an uncredited cameo in the movie Funny Farm, which starred Chase. So that's widely seen as a little callback there. Huh. And then the final 
piece of fun fact here is that Bianca Lawson, who played Kendra, hated her accent. She was like told to do the accent Uh, like a day before filming or something. Oh, man. And like didn't have a chance to practice it and like isn't super. Isn't super happy with how it turned out. Well, and like, yeah, if you tell somebody to do Jamaican accent, and then apparently there were problems where she was like, okay, I can do Jamaican accent, but just so you know, if I do that, then like Jamaican accents, like you're not going to understand this word in the script because it, like, Mm -hmm. it's like a Jamaican accent. And they were like, oh, just do your, like, they kind of like, not great. Okay. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. Don't, don't love that. You can cut that piece out if you want. No, no, no. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. She wasn't personally happy with the accent, but I thought that she did great with it. I love Kendra's character. I mean, consistency-wise, she did, she did a great job. And such just, like, a great juxtaposition between Kendra, the, like, rule follower and by the book, and mm-hmm. her learning to be a little looser and Buffy affirming, like, what the power of friendship does for her and okay. maybe getting a little bit from Kendra, too. And uh, I just... Such a great collection of episodes. And I do love that they follow up on the whole once a Slayer dies, a new Slayer is called. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if they hadn't done it, it probably is something that we would have picked up on and been like, uh, didn't you die? Doesn't that mean someone else should be called? But that's great because, you know, at that, at this point in the season, I feel like it does come up in a way that like, oh shit, we all forgot about that. You're right. She did technically die. She's still alive now, but like I can see how the universe didn't get that message or whatever powers that be that already went into motion. Definitely interesting. It's like just long enough into the season where you're like, hey, what happened about that? Remember Mm -hmm. that? And then it comes up again. Man, there's brilliance. Yeah, it's definitely uh, well done. Well done, gang. Yeah, so thought, final thoughts wise, it's just this is a great this this two parter is really great, and it only leads into more fun, exciting episodes. I just I'm really excited for the, the latter half of of this season because it's a lot of fun stuff. We're digging in, and yeah, yeah, and you know, and these two like it's a lot of angels, a lot of angel and Buffy, which of course I love. So just just fun, fun to get to watch these again. And I can't wait to dig in even more. Yay. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. And we hope you'll join us next time when we discuss season two, episode 11, Ted. (sighs) Yeah, Ted. (laughs) If you are just too excited to wait until the next episode to chat, please send us an email at tabularasabpod at gmail.com. That is T-A-B-U-L-A-R-A-S-A-B-P-O-D at gmail.com. You can also say hello to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at at tabularasabpod. I'm watching Hazel assault alley with love and it's the most wonderful thing friends we would be so thrilled and honored if you would leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts hazel is just knocked over Allie's microphone please leaving us a rating leaving us a review wherever you listen is really helpful it's how people find out about us so we're grateful and we're Thank awesome you. so people should know about us we are Allie, where can people find you on social media? People can find me on social media on Instagram and Twitter at daughterpick, D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R-P-I-C-K. And you can find me on TikTok at Future Black Cat. Hush, we're almost done. We're so close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your life is so hard. Um, yes, at Future Black Cat on TikTok. And if you'd like to send me money, because I am a young starving artist trying to make it in the big bad world. So send me with money. The dog. With, with the dog. With the dog. With the dog. Who's so needy. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Allie Press. A-L-L-I-E-P-R-E-S-S. You can read the not so weekly updates, learn about my journey. But if you're like, fuck all that noise, I don't like emails, I just want to send you money, you can go to Venmo, Ali Press. That's it. 
All of those social media handles are going to be in the description. Ali, I love you so much. Hazel, I love you so much too. I love you. I love you, Joey and Sammy, whoever was snoring. I love you and (laughs) all of you out there. Till next time, make proud choices. We love you. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Tabula Rasa, bitches, is hosted by Ali Press and Nick Mercer with music by Inflaton Cult. Artwork by Charlotte Fleming Design in consultation by Evo Terra.